Welcome to the Digging Gr- Dexter New Blood Podcast with Victor. And uh, Colton Duffy. This is Victor. And now that he's done listening to his breakup Spotify playlist, <laughs> I am joined by Colton. Colton, how are you? Now I'm trying to think what's on that Spotify playlist. Uh, I'm really good. It, you ever hear that song Kim by Eminem? Is that yeah. on there? Oh, oh. <laughs> whoa. Uh, I just figured mine was just Enya over and over again. And I don't know how else to say this, but um, I guess we'll just. Uh... Guess who's back, 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 back again. Marissa. A little old blood <laughs> coming back to the new blood. <laughs> Hello, everyone. <laughs> well, Marissa. Hi there, honey. <laughs> last, last time we met you. Um... I don't even remember. <laughs> I really don't remember. You had a different name. Wow. Yeah. You weren't a mother. You had COVID. Well, you're a mom? Hold up, what? I, I, <laughs> I was able to sleep. <laughs> My bedtime was not 8 p.m. So Marissa is one of these, let's say, uh, um, weird fans that watched seasons one through four. <laughs> didn't watch seasons five through eight. Fair to say? Fair to say. And then Victor got drunk on New Year's Eve <laughs> and over the course of a two hour dinner went through seasons five through eight and told me everything. It's probably a better storyline than the actual show. So it honestly was <laughs> and better acting as well. Yeah, better acting, better production value, everything. <laughs> so Marissa joins us having not seen seasons five through Eight. And you come into this kind of just knowing what? Dexter fakes his death. Spoiler alert. Dexter fakes his death. He does the whole lumberjack thing. That's what we, that's what everyone knew, whether you watched Dexter or not. Um, and that's kind of it, I guess. <laughs> so, an interesting perspective from you or for you, we are. I guess let's say let's let's reset the table. We're we're six episodes in. Your thoughts thus far of the six episodes because you've kind of like told me a lot, but like I always try to include them when we're doing the episode. But just go from the go from the hip. Everything you want to say about this show so far. So I feel like I really like this season. Um, I think it gives you a lot of character development on Dexter without showing the physical development, which is kind of cool because normally throughout a series, you see that development over the seasons. But this was kind of like a, a large gap. But Dexter is definitely like a different person this season versus where at least I last left him. <laughs> um 
no, I enjoy it a lot. I, I, um, I don't know. I enjoy it a lot. <laughs> I so Is I there... actually, uh, Marissa, go so ahead, have you, so you've watched, um, so uh, of the original season, I actually have a question on this one because I'm speaking like from the fans and everything like that. Cause I don't know. Did you watch season seven? Did you watch season eight, uh, five, or did you just get it from like Victor's perspective? So I think a lot of it was from Victor's perspective. I told Victor, and this might not be totally fair to him. Mm -hmm. um, I told him that I, the whole point of like us watching it was that it was kind of funny that I never saw this huge show that he's seen like 50,000 times every single episode. Right. But it wasn't really that fun to watch it with him when he already knew everything that happened. Um yeah, it just it took something out of it for me, and I I will say that I didn't really love the show. No, that's a, that's um, fine. Yeah, yeah, I didn't I didn't really love the show. I wanted to for sure watch this season with him because it was going to be really interesting for me to kind of have like a fresh eyes on the show with Victor too, so we could both enjoy that. But I truthfully, I think I like this Dexter better. I like the 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 story. Like I, I I kind of like everything about this season better than I don't want to say even season one because season one was was just really good and that like set uh -huh. the tone. But like yeah, like I think like this is like the the next best season that I like. And and I I think I struggled with. I never liked Dexter. I never liked him. I I could okay. never like. I could never like connect with him i guess the the one character that i like the most is deb but with her still being in this show and i think she's like freaking awesome this season mm -hmm. um yeah i just i just overall like everything a lot better this season i have one more question so have you actually watched the la the last episode of i actually Dexter? did not okay. no no the reason i asked that though but you did you haven't watched that but you're enjoying this show totally Interest. Okay, no, I really like to know that. That's that's really that's a really interesting perspective to me. Okay, cool. Okay, I think the show has absolutely just completely forgotten about seasons uh, five through eight. Like, if they didn't have to mention the boat in the hurricane this episode, like I think they've completely like you. I don't think you missed the beat. But and yeah. even the boat in the hurricane, like I knew about that just from people talking about it. Like I already knew about that, but you know, that's what's interesting to me is just word of mouth alone is all it takes. Totally. I, I, that, that But that also shows the skill of writing this season. Like I, that's why I'm so fascinated by that. That's awesome. That's really cool. Yeah, I'm, in, I'm really enjoying it. Cool. OK. Um, Marissa, do you like this version of Deb better than seasons one through four? For Ooh. sure. For sure. Yeah. And, and thoughts on, oh, go ahead. I, I think, um, I think the main thing, and it's like, you know, if the show's called Dexter, he can't be caught, he can't be killed, he can't be whatever, right? Like, that's like the whole thing about it. And that takes something from it, right? But I think that with Deb, like the honesty that we're getting with between her and Dexter is something that we like craved hmm. the entire time watching it is like just for him to be like honest with someone and then like who is better to be honest with than Deb like that's you know so I think that we're finally getting that honest dialogue which is what 
I know I was wanting that whole time, you know, so it's really good to see that. Like, I'm, yeah, totally enjoying that. Any thoughts on Harrison, even though, like, we are all meeting Harrison for the first time, so it's not like we know, like, there's Easter eggs even in this episode, I'm like 99% sure you would have to be like a super nerd freak like I am to pick up on them. Um, Thoughts on the Harrison character? He didn't really evolve much from when you last i mean yeah he was a baby and then like he had some dialogue in season eight but um if i I guess i almost want to say like could you picture another version of harrison or are you just like completely fine with what we have of harrison i feel like i'm completely fine and i almost think that it's like even better than fine i feel like it's like pretty spot on um i think that at that age you're kind of on the cusp of like a lot you know whether you know you're kind of finding out who you are and you're finding out this and you know you're exploring things and you're finding what you like what you don't like and I think that it's clear he has some dark passenger in him from Dexter and from his makeup I guess but you could also see that he's struggling with that and he doesn't know what to do with it and it's almost like is he going to take it to one extreme or is he going to kind of like digest it more and handle it more and it seems like he in my opinion wants to like he doesn't want to feel these things he doesn't feel good when he does feel these things but he also can't help but feel these things um yeah so i i feel i feel like i'm more than fine with harrison i think that like they they pretty much nailed it on the head for me Mm -hmm. with him so with that being said um do you have we'll get into the episode do you have any predictions or anything or like anything you could foresee that you think kind of like how we're veering or do you want me to ask you like specific questions of how we of how we're going to go down this road this is a first for the show we don't do predictions i'm excited well victor's middle name is prediction i don't know if you knew that colton Ah. um that's all he wants is predictions but um so i am definitely not a dexter super fan i have never claimed to be a dexter super fan Um, so I don't know anything. I don't know half of what you guys know, but I was listening to last week's podcast and everyone or you guys, I guess, were both saying, thinking that Dexter is going to die. And like in my head, I never thought that. And then it was like, oh my God, of course he's going to die. But, um... And I think it has to be Harrison or, yeah, the whole the whole thing is just to shit. Mm. Um, But I never in my life thought he was going to die. So now, you know, with you guys saying that it was a huge like like, oh, my God, duh, like it's right in front of your face. But maybe he won't. I I don't know. Um, Because then what's going to happen with the rest of it? Or is this just the the last season to kind of close everything up. I guess we don't know that either. There's There's no no like like official answer to it or whatever. Which is better anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Better off. Um, So, so with with all that and again, trying to um, avoid prediction talk, anything does the Olsen, remember the old rich guy? Yes. Mary Kate and Ashley. Any thoughts on his tying into stuff? So, so what we're doing? I don't believe 
that he is the killer. I'm sorry, Colton. <laughs> now, fuck you. Get her off. Get her off. <laughs> Cut it. <laughs> I don't believe that he is the guy. Do you think at all after this episode he has any involvement? Um, Truthfully, it's like you kind of forget about him. But okay. obviously he's there for a reason. He has to be there for a reason. Um, so I did not think about him this episode. Um, but I guess now that you're saying that maybe he does, I mean, he's got a ton of money. So people with a lot of money do weird stuff. So I'm sort of like trying to fast track a little episode talk because we're going to get you out of here in just yeah. a minute. I just go to bed. <laughs> <laughs> so, stuff on this episode. Do you want me to just throw random stuff at you? Catch you your, can throw random stuff at me, but I am going to interject that when Angela approached Jim Dexter, however we want to call him, about the obituary and about the name change, um, I was... I was going to be really pissed if he was going to be like, no, that was my twin brother. Because that's, in my opinion, how old Dexter would have been. It would have been like, no, what are you talking about? That's my twin brother. And she just would have been like, oh, obviously, you know. Um, so I was so happy and thrilled that it was an honest conversation. And then as he's talking and he talks about his wife dying and was murdered and his sister dying, um, I don't know if maybe Angela knew about those things or not. I don't even know if it matters totally. I feel like she reacted very selfishly. And I think that, um, I, you know, it was Dexter lying to her. I don't really agree with that. I think that he had a, a tough past. And I think that that was his way to cope um, how do you lose your wife and your sister, the two people that are closest to you? And when he said, this is the first time that I'm happy. And all she has to say is like, well, you lied to me and this is about me and blah, blah, blah. It's like, you're not, you you're not, um, you're not really listening to why he changed his name. Like he's still the same person that you are in a relationship with, you know, um, so would I be mad? Would I be concerned? Like, sure, maybe. But if you hear him out, it's not that crazy of a thing. You know, I, I just really didn't like the way that she reacted to that. Okay. Let's get you uh, one more question. Yeah. And then we'll, we'll get you out of here. I'm just trying to think of anything from the episode. Uh, Kurt is the creepiest guy ever. There we go. Close out your uh, your final minute with... Kurt talk or yeah. if you're called Kirk. Kirk Kirk yeah. Kirk Cameron <laughs> he is the creepiest guy is he like from anywhere else he I mean the Sp Spongebob Squarepants no he's not who is he uh Colton who is he uh he's King Poseidon what no, I, the, thought he, I thought he was is uh, he not Pat I thought he's well, he's he, from he plays he's, someone really popular. In, he's um, he's original. If you've ever seen the original Highlander movie, um, he's the bad guy in the original Highlander movie from the eighties. <laughs> no, who does he play in uh, in SpongeBob SquarePants? I oh, he's uh, Mr. Krabs. That's insane. I I'll, I can't even I can't even think about that now. I can't even watch 
No, that's crazy. Maybe I'm wrong. Um, maybe he, I'm maybe I'm wrong, but I want to say I, I actually yeah, I'm not even fucking with you. I think he's actually Mr. Krabs. No, the the chat agrees. The chat agrees. Oh, okay. Um yeah, he is just the creepiest guy ever. Um his facial expressions alone can like speak volumes. Like he is just so creepy, so weird. Um we still don't know like where the bodies are. We still don't know what he's, I mean, he's like embalming them or whatever, but we still don't know like what he's doing with them. What is he? Um, yeah. He just gets like creepier and more mysterious, I guess. Um, and when Molly, Molly, right. Is her name when Molly, I I always think her name is Mary because of Mary fucking kill. But when Molly went, it should be Mary, right? But when, um, you got a good. Her point. name should have been be Mary. Mary. This, this is this is oh. why I'm bad. But um, so when Molly goes down there, <laughs> damn it! But so when, so when Molly God. goes down to that creepy bunker, and Dexter obviously like finds her, saves her, whatever. Um, I don't know how that car ride was not just like oh my god he was about to kill me like she like i don't i have notes on that for this episode <laughs> i am not a crazy murder mystery person i enjoy a good murder documentary every once in a while but i am not having a podcast on it and that was like he's going to kill you all over it so i don't know how that whole car ride like cuz i feel like when they parked it was just like yeah that was a little weird huh like what like you were about to die <laughs> But um, that that that's yeah. Those are my thoughts. Well, Marissa, as you leave us, we're uh, <laughs> me and Colton are going to enter part two of the podcast. Yeah. Oh, we should have so, had her say it. God damn it. She she said it in other ways. Okay. Um. Also, really fast, Colton. Thank you so much for picking up where I left off with my husband because <laughs> I, I still get shit from it every day that I left him on the podcast and thank you very much for picking up <laughs> I will never feel too much work I'm sure my feet are bigger but I will never feel those shoes I will never feel those no, tiny you shoes them. that you've you got on you them and more you feel them and more <laughs> alright guys thank you thank you bye, bye guys bye. Best, best thing ever bye Welcome to part two of the podcast. Now it's just me and Colton. Too many tuna sandwiches. Sixth episode of New Blood. Colton, off the top, your thoughts with this episode. Um... I personally think it probably was the, I feel like I keep saying this every week, I personally think it was the most solid episode, I don't want to say it was the best episode, I want to say it was the most solid written episode, Um, what do you think? No, because that's still episode number one, it'll be, I'll, I'll be honest, for it to beat episode number one, and it's not that episode number one was probably the absolute best, it's because of what it was, right, Um, it'll be hard. This is definitely like there. It is tied, maybe like one percent below it, but a very fucking very good episode. Yes. Mm-hmm. And something 
Something I want to get off really quick before we get into the actual episode. I don't know if this was really a mystery per se, but Harrison's last name is in this episode. It is Harrison Lindsay. I uh, I froze the um, the resume. Oh, I thought they were going to be racist and be like Harrison, like Quinsela or something like that. <laughs> Consuela. <laughs> Um, part of the reason why I thought, part of the reason why I thought it would, <laughs> part of the reason why I thought it would have, it was good to have Marissa on. It just sort of like reset, because I, I I almost want to go back and listen to our episodes on kind of like our predictions of everything. Mm-hmm. I don't have the time to do so. Um, oh God, no! But uh, I guess a lot of it we could just talk as we get into the episode. And that being said, I guess we should just get into the episode. Yeah. A- anything anything overarching you want to bring up before we uh, start? No, I have everything literally into categories, so let's do it. Gotcha. Uh, again, we stream the podcast every Sunday at 10 p.m. on our YouTube page. If you're listening on the podcast, thank you. If you're in the chat with us, uh, thank you. Look at that. Rich joining us. Uh, yeah, Rich. Dexter actually dies this episode, so you should probably watch it first and then come back. I'm just playing. <laughs> Our episode starts out with Harrison doing the chores and something that I thought of and like I I kind of rethought it again when I saw it the second time. I almost feel like this could have been the opening credits of like the morning routine of just like Dexter doing it, you know, just the Mm -hmm. just like you saw what he was doing. Uh, And I think it it, it hit me once I saw the coffee. Yeah. Um, Dexter finds the application to Harrison's application at the restaurant. Mm-hmm. I thought you were absolutely insane when you said Kurt is keeping the applications as a trophy. Really? You thought I was weird for seeing that? Of all the of all the shit I've said, that's probably the most logical thing that I have actually said. And that's what you're gonna keep up on, really? Okay, okay, okay. I just, I just didn't think it like it had any merit. But the, hold the am- on, the amount that this show has mentioned the word application is insane. Just so you understand that. <laughs> I just want to bring up though. I got a message from Slip during the week, and he said the same exact thing. This is how much of an asshole I am. I said. Oh wow, you listened to the podcast because I thought he was making fun of you. Oh, he was dead. <laughs> he thought so. I was so he actually agreed with you, and I, to me, that Thanks, theory slip. is so. By insane, the way, <laughs> that theory is so insane that I was like, "There's no way anyone else thinks this." No. Um, so, listen. I think now. I don't think Kurt's the killer. I'm with you. I'm out. Oh, see, I'm, I'm I'm the exact opposite now. Kurt, Kurt yeah, no. fucking Kurt fucking did it. <laughs> um, I think the show. It's so funny. There's so much. Uh, I was talking with Jen uh, on Twitter about the episode, and the reason why I think it was one of the most solid episodes was because if there was any silly stuff that we usually like to talk about on the show on the episode. I didn't find that many with this episode. I okay. laughed. I laughed at one scene, but all of like the little, 
there's little stuff here and there, but overall, I was mm-hmm. just so gripped to the episode. I kind of just, just kind of like, you know, just kept on going with the episode. Um, mm-hmm. But there was one thing that I realized, and kind of if you go back to the Miami days, it seems mm-hmm. like Dexter stopped working at Fred's. He just has not <laughs> been there. That's actually a really good know, point. Like, I didn't think about that. <laughs> I was just like, wait, when does this guy work? Because he's just, and he even making like an offer to... like to his son. And he's like, hey, Harrison, you can work weekends. Why don't you fucking work weekdays? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was like, what what happened here? Um, I didn't even realize but, that. That's a good observation. <laughs> um, a podcast crossover here when Kurt is making the face of Richard Harrow for Chloe. He killed the uh, previous episode. Not gonna lie, I caught that. Yeah, I don't. I don't think it's intentional. Don't get me wrong. I don't think it's intentional. intentional. (laughs) Yeah, but it was like, oh, that's kind of cool. Like I had a podcast with Boardwalk Empire. You know, I was like, that's kind of cool. Yeah, I. So I did this. I did this for a costume, and. There was a point when I was doing it. I has I had my cosmetics from work. I like I have like my little cosmetics kit. So almost doing the same thing that he's doing, just not on a body. I was doing it at home for a Halloween costume, and I had to leave my house to go get some. I had to get another mask that I was using the Richard Harrow. Did I tell you this story already? No, actually, I I know you showed me the photo of the costume, which is badass. But no, I don't know all this. No. So I did it all because I have somewhat skill in my job, um, and. While I was doing it, I had like all the. I'll, I'll send you a picture. I had all these cosmetics laid out. I had like cut faces of the mask because yeah, I bought like the, the, that plain white mask and I cut it in half to meet Richard Harrow's. And then I had to go to the store and get something. And I was like, wow, if I die on my way to the store and they go find my apartment, they're going to think I was. They were going to think I'm Kurt Caldwell, essentially. <laughs> Just like how fucking disgusting this was. Something I want to bring up really quick. Um, and it, it's just totally because I, I saw I see some comments in the chat. If I don't think I said this on the podcast, but on the stream after we ended, I was just talking about what happens to podcasting after the show ends. And I said the only thing that might get me back was the Last of Us TV show coming up. Wouldn't you know this week they somewhat announced, although it looks very loose in terms of so loose substance. That there's going to be a six feet under, I think it said reunion. I really don't want to get into it. it no, no, it I'm, doesn't even say that. It just says six feet under reboot or something along it those. Does say reboot? Or a continuation. It doesn't give you any idea what they're actually doing. I got to look it up now because I thought it was whatever it is. If I had to bet money, all it is is like that Friends reunion follow up. Follow-up is such a loose term of what That's it could it. be. That's it. Follow-up. It could be so many things. It could be the Friends reunion. It could be a five-episode season. It could be a made-for-TV movie. It could be, we're going to send out a fucking tweet. It could be anything. Honestly, that article could be it. That's the follow-up. That's it. There like, we go. We're just saying we're Done. doing the follow-up. Suck it. That's it right there. They're just like... <laughs> Suck it. Uh, it was just really funny after having that little uh, reveal in the chat about about what I was going to do podcasting, and then it's like, hey, I swear to God, coming back. And I will say this on air right now: if they make a show, if they make a five season, ten season, whatever, if they make an a- an actual series, a- showing something, I'm done. I'm out. 
I'm not going to do it. There's so many shows that you could continue. And like Angelus is saying in the chat, that show ended so good. It has to be a reunion. It has to be like where I'm we fine are with at that. Twenty I'm years fine. later, I'm fine with yeah, that. It's nothing. That's... It's like a. It's like a people sitting on the couch and you're getting yeah, yeah, yeah. Talking about oh, you remember when yeah. we filmed this and stuff? Cool. Hey, that's right. I'm fine with it. I don't like it. Yeah, I'm fine with it. You better not. You better not do actual show. <laughs> I'll die. If, if they do a continuation of the show, or a season six, so to say, I would start punching people like Kurt starts punching <laughs> Chloe here. <laughs> People, not dead people, by the way. Um, <coughs> it is. I found that pretty unnerving and scary when he started punching her. Yeah, like that's that's like next level. Shoot it like it's it's so weird. You could shoot someone and you're just like, oh, they killed that person. But him punching a dead girl just feels worse almost. You know what I'm trying to say? Well, and okay, okay, and so it's not worse. I just I tried I tried to make a bit where I was like, okay, I'm gonna make Kirk not the killer, like I like how I did last episode. I was gonna like let me try to make a let me try to do this as a bit, and literally him doing that punching is what ruined it. I was like, I can't fucking do it. I was like, I can't, I I, I can't do this because he's wearing the garb that he's the embal- embalmer. I'm doing quotations on that. He's the embalmer. Now, what he's still doing, I don't know. Is there other people involved? I, I'm not – I don't think he's – I don't think Kurt is still the sole person. I think there's still other people. Olsen may still be involved, and I'm not trying to do that as a bit or anything like that. Maybe he's still involved somehow. Um, I think there is still somehow there's somebody else involved, but – him doing that, like, because she's wearing this, like, wedding outfit. A gown. A gown or something. Yeah. A, a nightgown. And I was like, what the fuck is going on? Like, because they, they have to explain it. Like, I would hope. I would hope they explain it. It's like, there's something else going on with this that we don't know. And that's what I can't figure out. I thought... After the episode ended, I was like, all right, it's all Kurt, all by himself. Olsen's not involved. And then I was thinking, but, what if he's doing this for Kurt, uh, well, for Olsen? And he says another line. The reason I wanted to bring this up, he says this line. Let me find my notes. Hold on. I'm sorry. Um, oh, my fucking God. Where is it at? Oh, God damn it. He said, I'm trying to look through my notes. I'm sorry. Because he says a line where he, he when he's punching her. He says something like "you fucking ruined it," or right. something along those lines, and I'm like, "He said," and he says the same thing when he shot her last week. Yeah, but he it, it was something else. I'm like, okay, he doesn't. Um, that's it. Um, he's doesn't he say a waste of time? But on this one, he says something a little bit different. So either way, the my the reasoning I'm wanting to bring this up is, um, if if you if. Whoever is listening in this, I'm sure there's plenty of people that listen to this podcast that are already into like true crime, true crime podcasts and stuff like that. When you talk like about serial killers, there's some serial killers that they enjoy killing, like Ted Bundy. There's some serial killers who don't enjoy killing. They enjoy the aftermath of it. Um, uh, Jeffrey Dahmer is one of those people. He actually didn't in, like enjoy the killing. Whether you look at like what he actually did and stuff like that, he enjoyed. 
after the killing, like the actual killing process of it. And the, it's kind of interesting in this because I feel like he doesn't like killing. Like they're kind of giving that hint that it's it's a part, it, like, kind of like what people are trying to tie in, that he's kind of tied into Trinity. He has this cycle he has to go through. But Trinity never made it seem like he didn't enjoy the killing. Whereas Kurt's kind of making it look like I don't think he likes to kill these people. But he has to. He has this urge that he has to do it because he has to complete whatever else. But I don't think he likes to actually kill. I'm gonna I'm gonna disagree with you because okay. the way he dresses up presses the, first of all, he does like a ritual. Right. You understand? Yeah, the, he Absolutely. captures uh-huh. them, puts them, he gets dressed up, tells them to run, gets out his 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 gun, his rifle, whatever it is. Um But that's why I, I think he like... doesn't that's why I think he doesn't want to see them. That's why he tells them to run. He wants to shoot him in the back because he can't look at him in the face. I guess what I'm saying is I didn't see in that the first kill we saw, it seemed like he, it was like his sport. Whereas the mm. second one, because the girl pushed pushed I think because that's the girl more, was that's more back. sport than anything. What he did in that first kill, that's not sport. What do you mean? The first kill that he did in the show, that's not sport. That's like that's like okay. I I, I, I hunt on the rare I guess it's the, I guess I it's the way they're and... they're filming it then. Because it I, seemed like he was like ready, set, fire. Exactly. That's not what? sport. That's like shooting the old saying, you know, shooting fish in a in a barrel. Like I don't know. I I feel like maybe maybe I I very well could be thinking too much into this. So if if he didn't have a ritual, I would tend to agree with you. But like, Trinity, oh, he has a ritual. He had yeah, I agree with that. He has a ritual. Right. So why do the ritual if he doesn't enjoy it? Remember the way to, he was dancing in the bar. I feel he has to. It's like that thing. Okay, he has to dance you, in the bar. When you wake up in the morning, how do you put on your socks and shoes? I don't. I do it. I don't know what you mean. Do you put on sock, sock, shoe, shoe, or do you put on sock, shoe, sock, shoe? Sock, sock, shoe, shoe. Okay. Do sock, shoe, sock, shoe. See how you feel. I'd rather kill myself. That's what I'm saying. (laughs) All right, but then what about him dancing in the bar, like, and he's having an orgasm to the song? Meth. (laughs) I don't know. I don't know. (laughs) All right, let's move on. Uh, Angela sees Dexter driving along on the road, gets pulled over, uh, somewhat recreating the scene uh, from the first episode. Mm -hmm. Uh, But this time, you know, she pulls out the Dexter card, so to say. Um, I I couldn't 100%. Yes, mistress. I was like, oh. Yeah, license registration. Yes, mistress. You poor baby. You're about to get fucked. And not in the good way. (laughs) (laughs) So let me me set some of the scene up because then I have a a somewhat important question. So Dexter explains why he does this sly thing that he always does that he's Mm -hmm. lying while telling the truth. Um. You know, he wanted to leave Miami because of so much, thinks the Dexter Morgan is cursed, wanted to get away from it all, which is kind of true, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but Dexter says a line, I drove my boat into the hurricane, and since I survived, I took it as a sign, and now I am where I am now, and I'm happy. Mm-hmm. Are we to believe 
Dexter Morgan season eight, about 50 minutes into the episode, that that Dexter was going to kill himself? No. You don't think he was? Because no. you, you got a picture. You, the, the setup at the time was he tosses his phone over the board. He throws Deborah into the ocean. I think subconsciously. I, okay. I think not non-subconsciously he wanted to kill himself. Like Dexter as who Dexter is. I think he wanted to kill himself. Subconsciously he can't do it. He doesn't have the uh, whatever you want to call it. The the guts to do it. The, um, so then the, the urge to do on. it. Whatever. So So then what was the. I guess I guess the reason what I'm asking is because he does drive his boat into a hurricane and it is patently absurd that he survives it, right? Uh-huh. We also know that like Showtime wouldn't let him them kill off the Dexter character. Right. I I guess I guess what I'll say is I'll disagree in that in that moment Dexter was going to kill himself, somehow survived and I think that ending scene was him just like living in his own purgatory. Maybe. What I think this episode does is. Oh my god! I have to go pee so bad. Go I ahead. So, go ahead. I am so sorry. It's <laughs> just like go. it's like the most serious conversation we're having. And just, I have go. <laughs> just go. Just go. You just go. Just <laughs> go. Uh, so I'm standing on the side of that. That was Dexter. Um, he actually did try to commit suicide, but since he survived, everything he's saying here. Uh, um, thing. Uh, if anyone in the chat agrees with me or disagrees, I know like in earlier, earlier seasons of Dexter, he did say something to the effect of, you know, I would never. A uh, season two, talking with Dokes, right? He says like, uh, I would never commit suicide. That's a coward's way out. But season two Dexter is a way different than season eight Dexter. Um, so I, I just think, think that was going to do it. Oh, let's read this here. Dexter, this is uh, from a fan of the show, Marissa. Dexter was more believable now telling Angela his past than he was in past seasons, and there wasn't voiceover saying he was thinking anything else. Um, something I want to get into in a little bit, I hate how honest and how forthcoming Dexter is to Angela than he could ever be to Harrison. Makes me feel so bad for Harrison that Dexter can be so genuine and like, leveling and empathizing and just so open and honest about his feelings and you could tell he's very vulnerable at that moment with Angela but a few episodes later he's in therapy with Harrison and he can't fucking he can't even put a hand on the kid's lap uh sorry sorry Colton I was sort of uh talking talking with the chat here um anything on this scene you know that the the explanation of uh, something else I wanted to add to it is like I like that Angela does not let him off the hook because yes. to me it seemed like a rather explainable a rather decent explanation of what happened and why we are mm-hmm. um, but the fact that Angela's like no 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 Harrison doesn't fucking need to go to therapy you need to go to therapy yes. you sick fuck well no it, we've I've, I've mentioned this if I, if I could if I could insert one thing um, yeah Troy Spar- Troy Sparta in the in the chat is asking was that was it a good pee it was very good okay, <laughs> okay. it was very good Go ahead. yeah Carry on. Carry um so oh God uh <laughs> no my main thing on that one is we've talked about how um Angela and Deb are 
they're very similar, like not only in appearance, but just kind of how they act and stuff like that. So it's kind of good watching this because this is something that Deb, I feel like had it been season seven, season six, whatever, Deb would have been like, oh, well, you don't need to go to therapy. Yeah, Harrison needs to go, blah, blah, blah. You're getting Dexter, you're, you're, you're getting him away from it. But in this one, she's like, no, you're fucking nuts. Like, you need to go. <laughs> like, fuck this. Like, it's good to see like somebody like Angel Angel is real. Like I actually look at Angela's character and I'm like, this is a real person. You know, like this is like this is the most real that the show has actually been. Fantastic. I love it. Like that's part of what makes this season so this show season, whatever you want to call it, it makes it so good. God, that was a good pee. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I I just like that she wasn't like you know, you, 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 you poor little thing. And like, like, even though I somewhat believe what you're saying, you fucking still need to get help. Um, yeah. Cause he's like, at one point he's like, well, can I come up for dinner and dinner? And she's like, what, 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 who, what, who says this? Right. I'm like, uh, are you keeping our secret between us? And she's just like, get the fuck out. Yeah. Like, I will say. I will say um, it is somewhat quite the turn of events by episode's end that she's like, all right, I don't trust you, but finally found my friend, one of my closest, biggest heartbreaks in my life. Dexter, I need you. (laughs) Now, how I interpreted that, though, if we're going to go ahead and get into that, I thought what was kind of funny on that is – I think it was last episode. No, it was two episodes ago. It was like H for Hero. When he, like, she calls and he answers. He's like, it's Jim. What's up? Or even though he knows who it is. When she says, I don't need Jim. I need Dexter. The way I interpret it is, is kind of like, and this is my nerd coming out on this part. It's like, I don't need um, Clark. I need Superman. Like, I don't, I don't need Peter. I need Spider-Man. I don't need... Whatever you want, to, whatever superhero you want to put out there, that's how I kind of interpreted that. Yeah, she, she wanted she wanted blood. She wanted the forensics, Dexter. And that, that's why I'm, I'm really curious. Next episode, how this is going to go forward? Is he now this? Is he now the the rock star again? Or I, I don't, uh, I, I don't, think, I don't I think, think exactly. It's going to play into that. Be, Not like rock star, but he's going to be able to. Figure out the and figure yeah. out stuff. Yeah, um, me and Mar- I guess since we're talking about the end of the episode, I just want to insert this little joke here. Um, we were laughing because he just picks up the phone. It's Jim, and she's like, "No, I need Dexter." No, 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 we no. Started, I need Dexter started, Morgan. She says his Dexter full Morgan. name. <laughs> That's the thing. Yeah. So me and Marissa were joking that like Dexter should have been like, "All right, I'm gonna hang up." <laughs> And the next time I'm gonna pick up as Dexter. <laughs> I was just like I was I was literally expecting to be like and it'd just be like DM, like Dexter work. <laughs> um Kurt gets Kurt gets pretty pretty much shit on this episode uh twice, well maybe a few times. Uh once here at Caldwell's Diner, sees a girl standing at the restaurant, offers quite a lot of money once we see how many how many uh hundreds was in there. So uh uh-huh. I actually have notes on this. I think this okay. is really fascinating. This is his, his. Like I said, I, I, I'm, I'm not fucking around. I'm not trying to do a bit anymore. I still think there's something more to the killing than just Kurt, but 
I think Kurt is the the main killer. Hundred percent. I'll get Victor dinner. Uh, Victor and Marissa dinners on me. No, no pineapples and shots or whatever. Leave Marissa out of this. Just me. <laughs> um. So his thing was interrupted, which is kind of weird in a way because I'm like, your your whole killing thing's never been interrupted before that you've been doing this. It's kind of strange. Possible. Okay, let's let's not be nitpicky. Let's let it go. So he starts fucking up majorly. Not only does he do the um like where are you coming from and stuff like that with the girl and giving him money, but then um he's also trying to get Molly. Like of all people, this is who you're trying to get. To be your like your next kill. Like there's so many other people out there that you could possibly get. Let me get the number one as everybody has put it. This is the number one. This would be like Joe Rogan showing up in a small town and somebody being like, I bet I can kill him and no one would ever notice. You're not, you would never do that. So. It's not possible. So yes and no. And part of it is what they sort of, we're jumping to this scene. Let's okay. Let's okay, I'm mo- sorry. Let's if sa- I'm jumping too no, no. much, I'm sorry about that. And, and, and no, no, and it's fine. It's just uh, um, there. There's a lot there. It's it's not like something I want to mention okay. and then move there on. Is a, there's okay, a lot yeah, in that scene. There's so a lot. There's a lot. Yes. I, I want to save it for when for when we get there. Um, to your point, yeah, he's just kind of going off the cuff now. Any girl he could get. Um, when that boyfriend showed up, that was like a. I feel like. And I was I and originally I had in my notes like if you've ever tried to pick someone up, uh, if a guy's ever tried to pick someone up, we've been there. But I'm sure that goes both ways. I'm sure there's been a girl hitting on a guy. Oh, and talking to her and been like, I'm sure. Oh, wait, I would love for you to meet my girlfriend. <laughs> you get like you buy somebody a shot or a drink at a bar, and you're just like, yeah. hey, like this this person's kind of cute. Like I kind of like him. You buy him a drink, and then all of a sudden. Oh baby, I just got done taking a piss. Oh, where'd you get that drink from? And you're like, right. fucking a. All right. <laughs> so there's so much in this episode that, uh, like, every time I just have like big arching questions of of the whole episodes. So, you know, Harrison shows up right after this, right, and takes the job, and we start to see this twinkle in Harrison's eye. I mean, it's kind of been there already, but he's. Very interested in Kurt. He mm-hmm. he likes the the father type figure as he's you know fighting with Dexter, um, you know, and much and much like, so it's somewhat the positive question of, you know, why does Kurt want? Why is he interested in Harrison so much? Now, okay, the, can I answer that real quick? Just on that part of it, real fast. Okay. I don't think he fully is that invested in him. I think that it's into Harrison. Yeah. I think Dexter's, I think I, I, I'm not making, I am not making a fucking bet on this because so far I'm zero for one. So, um, I kind of feel like Dexter's taking it a little more personal than what needs to happen. Let let me, let me, let me, let me throw this at you. Let me throw this at you just to, just so we don't like waste time on it. Future episodes deal directly with Harrison and Kurt. Oh, I'm sure they they do. I'm sure they do. But as of right now, the way they're presenting it, I'm like, it's... 
I don't know. Oh, I, I, don't, I don't know. Don't. I, I don't know. The way he's giving him advice, he gives him the, the applications of the restaurant, and you're going to see at the end ha- he's kind of like one-on-one But he gave him that Harrison. application without knowing Dexter didn't like him. Well, hold on. All right. So this, this is where you're, you're somewhat jumping ahead. So the reason what the reason what I'm bringing up is we I originally thought Kurt for whatever reason interested in Harrison for reasons we don't know yet now I'm starting to wonder does Kurt actually know what Dexter did mm-hmm. and is sort of having Harrison as his back pocket card uh pocket up his no what do you call that ace up his sleeve in mm-hmm. case anything goes wrong mm-hmm. is what i'm starting to suspect as to why this harrison because harrison's see th- this is what i mean we, we get too deep into it kurt yeah. is known around town as the mayor right like like they kind of at least that's what they they uh um posited see, him from like his he's the unofficial the unofficial mayor or whatever. unofficial mayor and then you you know you start to see under all of that is this disgusting man who captures women and kills them it's very odd that he takes harrison under his wing like he is just giving him the chat and everything but even the way at like the wrestling match i'm sorry go ahead yeah go ahead no i I just think there's something else there it just makes me wonder but he did the same thing with um logan because remember, Logan even says that. Like, he, this is basically what he did for Logan. What? What? Who did for Lo, what, to, to Kurt Dexter? No, Kurt did this for Logan. Because Logan was like, yeah, I had a hard time. Like, I came from my like my family. He gave me a job. He got me through the academy. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. No, he's definitely known like that around town. It's just, um, I guess it is paranoia. Let, let, let me let me let me put it to rest then. I wouldn't be I am now I now wouldn't be surprised if Kurt knows that Dexter had something to do with Matt's body. Is I guess is where I'll leave it. Oh, see I, I don't think he does yet. I, I still don't. And I could be wrong. We're 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 in uh we're in That's where we'll th- yeah, where that's shit, where shit that's where flies. we'll have a little bit of a disagreement right now. Yeah. I don't yep, think he does. That's fine. Um interesting when Dexter listens to Molly's podcast that she also suspects the Bay Harbor Butcher could still be out there. Uh, I, when I was still browsing Reddit and fighting with people, I was saying, I'm so sick and tired of this Bay Harbor Butcher. If they do the Bay Harbor Butcher route, this would be the third time Mm -hmm. they're trying the Bay Harbor Butcher story. I want it to end. I'm over it. It is interesting, though, that the podcaster also like I, I just feel like they put that in there for a reason. There's a little little twinkle there just to, to remind us. Um Well it was kind of funny how she did it even. She was like, I have an I have an unofficial source on Reddit who has said this and I was like, okay, that's kinda cool. Like you're even putting it out there like it's not official. It's Reddit. Like you're putting it yeah, out yeah. there in the universe, but you're not, we're not going on it. I, I like yeah. it. I, I actually, I really like it. I actually really like what they did on this. I think it was kind of yeah. cool. I mean, if you remember back in uh, in season six, seven, and eight of Dexter, uh, I wish I could remember. We made so much fun of it. What they called like the Facebook. I think it was like 
face face space or something like they they merge MySpace and Facebook. <laughs> yeah, it's like like fake space or something like yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Facebook face or uh, my my face or <laughs> something. Yeah, <laughs> and I don't know if it's like licensing issues or whatever, but um, yes, I- I'm glad that they. I'm glad that they they have some of it there. I love this is so funny what's happening in the chat. That guy oh, wow. wants to go the opposite of anything you say. But yeah. He's basically he's basically saying I am Victor is so wrong in what he did that I think I have to agree with Colton. <laughs> <laughs> but I saw this other he was like, Well Colton say this, he's like, So therefore I have to go with the opposite. Right, right. <laughs> um I think I said this last episode, and I'm I'm gonna say it again, and I, I agree with some of the the chat here. I absolutely love this Molly character. I mm-hmm. like, and we'll talk about her She's, a I, lot in a little bit. I mm-hmm. will say this right. This is only this episode. I'm not making a prediction. This is only this episode. She's not as involved as I thought she would be. So far, um, now I hope it. I actually, I hope it changes. I hope she does become more involved. Um, but as of right now, I was a little bit surprised when Dexter gave her a ride back into town and she was like, oh, you know, like, thank you so much, blah, blah, blah. I was like, oh, I was like, she's not as involved, like, because she likes Dexter. Like, she's cool with Dexter. I was like, that's a, I wasn't expecting that. So, right. yeah. Um, I thought earlier in this season, Audrey was dating one of the jocks. So that's Angela's daughter, s- right? Is that is that Angela? Yes. Okay. Yes, okay. Audrey. Um, this one over here. <laughs> this one. The one banging this guy right here. <laughs> <laughs> um, I could have swore an earlier episode, like episode two, she uh, um, she had mentioned that one of them was her boyfriend, whatever. But re- whatever the case is, I guess she's not anymore. Uh, um. It's kind of like the only one who has a, like an interest in in Harrison. Um, the continuation of that scene is later, but I guess we're gonna have to digest this and talk about it. It's gonna be a long episode again. That's fine. The therapy session. Uh, I think this was something that was in one of the trailers, and it was completely different. I think he says something to the effect of like, "Oh, this was a whirlwind since I've been here." But he said it's been a whirlwind, Harrison. Um, I always just want to let myself go for a little bit, and then I'll let you go. But let me ask you this as a okay. starting point. Do you think Harrison is a angsty, whiny teen? Oh, fuck. That's a hard question to answer, actually. I say no, because the life from what we know... The life that this kid has, yeah, lived. I don't know how that wouldn't make anyone hard edged, hard nosed. Yeah, I don't think necessarily think he's whiny as much as he's just like, "Fuck you!" Like if I don't get exactly the way I want it, what I want, I'm fine. Yeah. Um, I don't think he's whiny. My... I don't think he. <sighs> Fuck, that's a hard question, dude. I don't think he's angsty and whiny. I don't think that. I will say that a hundred percent. I don't think that I think that part of it, I think he's, he's still giving off a, I'm tougher than this persona, but he's also a fucking tough dude. Like, right. 
Okay, like, okay. Prime example, what I'm trying to say is... If anybody's <laughs> if anybody's ever watched like the Sylvester Stallone movie where I can't even remember it was like to the limit or whatever where he's like the hand the uh, arm wrestler, you know what I'm talking about? I don't know if you've ever. Watched I know it. the movie, but I don't know the name. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, so like it's like sitting there, sitting there, like you're watching this. Yeah, you're a fucking tough dude because you can win all these arm wrestling matches. And it's like, well, how much can he fucking, how much can he arm wrestle? And it's like 300 pounds. Oh, he fucking did the machine. He only got 290 pounds. He's a fucking bitch. And it's like, well, he still did 290 pounds. Okay, it's 10 pounds less than 300 or whatever, right? So that's how I kind of view Harrison's character. Like, there's some parts of it where I'm like, okay, like, yeah, he's being a little whiny and stuff like that, but 90% of it, I'm like, he fucking has a valid, he has a really valid point. Right. So that that's the best yeah, way I can yeah. describe it. Uh, um, Like like in the chat, like uh, that guy said, I think he's an angsty, whiny teen who's absolutely correct. So like, yeah, he, yes, maybe if he yeah, is angsty yeah, and yes. whiny, but like he deserves that guy, to be so. That guy 100% on, yes. That over guy the top, his own Jennifer Jane got it. <laughs> over the top, that's over the it. Top, right. <laughs> um, therapy. When they were talking in therapy, it made me question. We all know. We all wonder how much Harrison knows of Dexter, right? Or, mm-hmm. or I, I think it's somewhat of a question that that the show is somewhat lingering on. And I don't think Harrison knows much, but oh, I wonder, see, I, I do. wonder if he, I think he lied. Okay, hold hold that thought for a second. Okay, because okay, I, okay. My my next question is, does Harrison know that Hannah was a fugitive? Yeah, he does know. <laughs> yeah. Wait, why do you say that? I say, I I have that feel. The way he presented himself, and the way he presented what he knew, I think he knows. I don't think we're actually ever going to get an answer because I think this show has done a has has been very clear. Season five through eight don't matter, but it. it... No, I say that I, see, I, I do. It... I do say that I'm pro. I'm probably thinking more into the show, into what the show's actually presenting. Because mm-hmm. then it also leads me to think that, like, did Harrison first find out about his mother when he listened to that podcast? There's that no had way. Me a little surprised. There's yeah, no way. Yeah, but that's the that's the way he's selling it. I guess. I guess. And that's why as, I don't believe him. That's why I don't believe him. I'm like, no, you know more. You know more than uh, what see, you're saying. I, I would like. I, I think. I think if I added up all these pieces together, I, I could come up with like a, a a what I think of Harrison. But I don't believe that the first time he learned about his mother's death, the way she was murdered, was. The podcast, but the way he not. reacted at the, the bare reacted, at the bare minimum, I would hope not. The way he reacted though makes me think he did. Now, was he reacting to the person on the podcast? Um, Fair Ma- not mm-hmm. Mary. Fuck you guys have me calling her Mary now, Molly. Uh, that he was sitting in his own mother's blood, or was it genuinely the first time he ever heard of it? Then, does he did he know about Hannah? Like at some point, did he stop and say, "Hey, I guess Google, right?" Because I, I mean, you ever Google anything? Like you know, you ever boarding, just start googling stuff. So, it, it that then leads me to think, does Harrison know about Dexter? So I say, I say, 
Harrison learned about Rita for the first time in the podcast. Harrison didn't know about Hannah, which also lets me to believe Harrison does not know anything about Dexter besides what this show tells us. Is my one, two, three angle. If you say Harrison knows more, I wouldn't, I would say I would be very, your guess is as good as mine, I guess is where I'm going to leave it. I think he I think he knows more. I think he knows who Dexter is. Now I say that I don't think he knows that he's a Bay Harbor butcher. But I don't know anything other than that. Like I don't know. I I think there's I think there's stuff. But We're I get but weird. again, but again, this is a 10 episode season. And I have to. I, I really do. I, I when I when I come up with certain like my questions and stuff like that, I'm like, well, fuck. It's only ten episodes. Like, don't don't Colton, don't think too much. Like, don't. And we're we're in that weird space where we have all these questions, and the next four episodes, we're gonna get all the answers. Ex- you know, so we may like, get we're, we're, next episode. We may get every answer, every answer. Like, right, okay, right. oh, okay. So we're just in like this. Like, this is like the most questionable you know uh, um, uh, podcast when he was looking for Dexter <laughs> how could he not find out things on Google fucking that guy oh see that's a, that's oh, a great Cole, that's a great point Cole said he knows he knows some more okay so my theory is Harrison doesn't even know god damn it <laughs> so so Gianna and I, I think I think I talked with her on Twitter a few times she actually brings up a really good point when Dexter when Harrison uh-huh. was looking for Dexter on Google how could he have not come across Rita Morgan oh death. he had yeah, to have so you know so he, he no, had no, to have Dexter, so he no, no. So Harrison, Harrison knows to, more Harrison knows more so maybe what he was reacting to while listening to that podcast was the woman being uh, Molly sort of being um, uh, uh, a little too descriptive of what happened to Harrison you know laying in his own mother's blood Maybe that's what he was reacting to. I mean, you could look at it. Okay. Fuck. Because I doubt they listen to this podcast. I don't think it's out there. I I, I mean, the podcast is out there, but I don't think they listen to us because it's just our numbers and stuff like that. Who's they? um, So you have um, BTK, like the uh, the serial killer BTK, right? Yeah, BTK, serial killer. Yeah. he has kids, and he has kids that are around our age, right? And so they listen to podcasts and stuff like that. And do they know that their dad killed people? Well, yeah. Okay, like my dad's in my dad's in prison. I know that my dad killed people. He killed somebody. He killed a couple people, maybe or whatever. He's in prison. But then all of a sudden, it's like reading about it. Oh well, he also like tortured them and he bound them and he did things for like multiple days. You know, like it's like one of those, do you like it's knowing what the outcome is versus knowing what happened during the process. If that makes any sense. I don't, I don't know. I don't, I, it's I, I lost way. you along the way and that's fine. Um, I think, I think if we keep digging into it, I think, we can sit on both sides of it because I, I logically, if it's a weird Harrison, subject, it's Harrison a weird, it's a weird knew subject, no matter what, I don't like it. 
Yeah. Harrison knew how to Google and find out stuff, but he also plays it like this is the first time he learned about it. So <laughs> Very true. I think I think stuff will start, you know, hitting each other. A clip I wanted to play that actually had me genuinely laughing because of how awkward the silence is okay. um, when we get this this clip in therapy. Our past informs our present and by extension our future. I've always loved that quote from the movie Magnolia. Um, we may be through with the past, but the past isn't through with us. Yeah, I didn't see that one. <laughs> I, I genuinely LOL because it was just like, uh, got nothing for you, bud. Like, cool. Um, and something we, we, I think we... Oh, well, uh-huh. I, I wanted to make a comment on that because what's funny is I, I do remember that uh, quote in the episode... But the quote that actually like stuck with me on that was when um, Deb was in the ther- quote unquote in the therapy session. One of her quotes that she actually commented on, which I think was like the best one of the whole episode, was "Only people you're honest with are the people that you end up killing." Right. I th- I don't know. I thought that was kind of funny, like because like what no he- it's no because what he says in that like that oh this is from this movie and stuff like that. I'm like well that's like an exact opposite of. <laughs> what she say? I don't know. I I thought it was. I thought it worked really well. No, and you know what? Something that the show. This is me answering my own stupid nitpicking across all. What are we at now? Ninety six plus six, one hundred and two episodes of Dexter. I don't know if I ever brought this up, but it's just something I've always thought about. But maybe just always forget because it happens so much. All the time, Dexter does the voiceover. He's in a scene with someone, and then he just stops talking, and then we get the voiceover. If you thought about it in real time, it would literally be like... (laughs) That, and like what inserts the scene here. So I want to play the clip that where I don't know if this is the show being somewhat cognizant of itself, or or it was just a funny thing to add in, but... uh, um, I was thinking we could talk a bit about your past, actually. Your childhood. Where to begin, Dex? The fact that you're talking to your dead sister right now in this room. Or your mother being chopped up in front of you. Or your adoptive cop dad teaching you to be a serial killer. You should talk. They're waiting for you. (laughs) Just the way she ends it like, hey, you should probably say something. Everyone's waiting for you to actually say something. I don't know if that was the show being you know, of its own kind or just like whatever, but I just love that they somewhat acknowledged it, even if it's if that's not the intention it was. No, I agree. Um when Dexter talks about his childhood and the therapist reveals how they both had abandonment issues, uh I thought it was very reminiscent of the scene in season four. Well, when I say reminiscent, they're going they're repeating the same stuff again. He had the same therapy session in season four with Rita. He kind of reveals what happened um, to to his mother, Laura Moser, with Rita in therapy. And the therapist says the same thing, like, "Oh, so we have abandonment issues. Like, we're we're back we're back in season four. Um, so, I, so something I glossed over when we started to talk about this. The way Har- the way Dexter and Harrison begin therapy, when Dexter's just like, yeah, Harrison's fucked up, he OD'd, he's been a little this and that. 
And then Harrison's like, no, no, no. Motherfucker, you fucking left me. You abandoned me. Like, I'm not the... Fu- I, if I'm fucked up, it's because of you. Yeah. Um, And I was just like, wow, that's such a shitty... I mean, Dexter is... We'll talk about this in just a little bit, but Dexter, I think, is probably the shittiest parent uh, uh, <laughs> that's maybe ever existed. Fair enough. Uh, uh, um, whatever. Um, it just pained me. It pained me. I talked about this. I think when you went to the when you when you stepped out for a second, it hurt. It hurts me. It hurts me so much that Dexter, with his son on the couch, who's saying, "I literally feel abandoned." Dexter can't even offer a meek little five fingers on Harrison's lap or something or on his shoulder. And Dexter was being as open and vulnerable as he ever tried to be to Angela when she finds out that he was Dexter Morgan. Like, I get the whole Dexter's a serial killer and a psychopath and he doesn't show any emotion. But I think we're close to somewhat scrap that idea that he's closer to human than he is psychopath with no feelings. And the fact that this man just can't look over at his son and just like... I'm sorry I love you, but he could fucking pour his heart out to Angela about how it's the perfect life and everything and he had escaped death and all that. It just fucking kills me as I don't know if it kills me on like I'm taking the show too deep emotionally mm-hmm. or if they're just writing such a shitty character pivot. You, you know what I mean? Like I don't know what which it is. Is he is he that shitty of a person or are we just supposed to be like, yay, Dexter kills people? I think he's that he's shitty of a person. I'm, I'm, that's my answer. I think he's that shitty of a person. I think we saw how shitty he was at the end of season eight. You know, he just shit on Deb the entire season. Uh, it and he hasn't really gotten better. He, that's what I'm he hasn't gotten any better. That's my that's my answer. That's my answer on that. So yeah, it it just it, it and it bothers me. And it's just you start it starts to magnifying stuff where like why because you know like in the next scene Dexter tries to cook him dinner and he just gets up and leave and he's like come on let's talk and it's like yeah you'd never say anything to the kid like you sit here you, you we spent the first two episodes I'm gonna be the best dad there ever was to well Harrison. just tell him like tell him like like sit the fuck down just like, say something just say like, anything look, sit the fuck down you want to know some shit okay here's what happened I walked in on your mom. I did this. I did this. Like, dude, he, like, just Dexter, raw we, emotion, we, raw fucking emotion. Just give it. Just he doesn't fucking... have to say he kills people. He doesn't no. tell anybody else, and he's pretty honest with them. Like we kind of we said with Har- with Angela, he does a great job of telling you a lie while telling you the truth. Uh-huh. How could he not come up with something to talk to the kid to the point of, you know, a few episodes ago? Dexter just looked at Harrison and he's like, I'll have your back. Well, and it's not only that. Okay, so he's sitting there. Dexter knows for a fact he remembers his mom being killed. And Dexter was what? A year old? Around that? Uh, under, Under a year. Under a year. But he's sitting there like, oh, well, no, Harrison doesn't remember his mom mom being killed. And Harrison doesn't remember sitting in her blood water and stuff like that. Like, how do you know? Yeah, because he said he because he says I don't remember that. Well, dude, any kid's gonna say that shit. 
Oh yeah. Hey, 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 Harrison, you remember sitting in your mom's death water? No. <laughs> no, I don't remember that. Like I, as I'm listening to a podcast about my mom fucking being murdered. No. I don't know. I, I yeah, the the deck Ah, Dex is a horrible parent. He's a horrible. Yeah, <laughs> that's just, all I can I, say. I, I, he's a hor- He's a fucking horrible parent. <laughs> and I'm not sure if I'm not sure if this show knows he's a really bad parent or if they they're sticking to this like Dexter is a psychopath without feelings, but like almost only towards Harrison, but everyone else. I mean, even to the fucking. No, I, guy I, Logan, I think they know what they're doing. I think they. I will say this. Yeah. I think they know what they're doing. Then why I just don't understand why we'd make him so shitty, further pushing him to like Kurt, you know? And I know he doesn't know about Kurt. I'm just saying, like, a story storyline development. That's my it's that fair, is that, fair it's enough storyline development. Um, I got there, there, there's so many questions here that I'm just sort of it kind of hurts me because like I know there's so much other stuff to talk about. Uh, <laughs> Dexter and and Logan go to the bar and we see like Dexter's doing the thing where. It's supposed to be about one thing, but he's mm-hmm. actually like fishing for for any for another answer. And you know, it's sort of about why is Molly still here? He's trying to catch up, catch up. Why 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 is Molly still here after knowing that thinks Matt's alive, et cetera, et cetera? And I know Dexter is supposed to be paranoid, but you know, if if I just don't know if they could tie anything to. Dexter at this point because like season seven they tried already to reopen and do the Bay Harbor butcher case like how would the you really couldn't like how would the podcaster <laughs> tie anything to Dexter uh, um we know they don't have camera footage because we've seen the camera footage and like see part of me part of me is like hey maybe Dexter's paranoid because if you start to dig into why did he fake his death, you may find you may get led into Hannah McKay. I don't think Hannah McKay is on the table at this point for the no. show. Like I think no. I think they act like she never existed, right? So um, I don't know. Just I guess it's just Dexter being paranoid. Um, Harrison, like a bad '80s movie, sneaks into Audrey's room. I laughed when she pulls out the nunchucks. I don't know if it was supposed to be funny. I actually, I did um, too. I was like, <laughs> Napoleon Dynamite is what I saw. I was like, I got nunchuck skills. That was literally, I was like, I got nunchuck skills. So, yeah. Um, and I think this, to me, ties a little bit back to Dexter being shitty. You know, we get a little bit more into Harrison's character and Audrey's, you know, showing how similar they are. And, uh, like, the fact that he can't talk to his son, but here, like, Audrey even knows, like, hey, Harrison's going through something, and maybe this is just teenage blinders, and, you know, they obviously yeah. like each other, um, but, like, she opens up and, like, says something to him, and even says, like, yeah, you know, your dad left you. I, I would fucking be fucked up, too. Just pains me that Dexter can't yeah. do it. It just bothers me so much. Um, I think we can put to bed that Olsen is Audrey's dad. I don't know if you said that or if that's just stuff oh. I read. Definitely not me that said that, and I've never thought that, and I still don't think that. No. That was some rumors, that, um, some uh, theories I saw out there that Olsen... I will say that right now. Ol- if, if if that comes out that that happened, I will Well, be I think this episode's put that to bed. Oh, yeah. I was like, I'd be so insanely surprised. No, no. Yeah. Um, and then Audrey and Harrison settle on being outsiders. They go to the bone zone. Mm-hmm. 
I'm not sure what to think of seeing the scalpel in Harrison's back pocket. Like, I don't know what I'm supposed to be thinking or if I'm supposed to be thinking anything. I don't think he went there to kill her. No. Uh, I just think it's like a reminder, like, oh, hey, by the way, like, Harrison carries around this scalpel because he's yeah. I, dangerous. I don't, or I don't have a whole lot on that. Uh, I gasped like Marissa when Angela walks in the next morning. <laughs> and this motherfucker, he's not even, like, sleeping like you sleep when you're in your bed by yourself. He has <laughs> he's not like, her. Oh. <laughs> right, right. He's like, right. Mm, mm. He's oh, chilling. I bang like, that. He might as well, he who might are as you? Well had a cigarette in his mouth. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> who are you? This is who I banged last night. Who are you? <laughs> like, I I couldn't believe he stayed the night. I mean, I guess rookie move, and you think, you know, you tell yourself, major uh, rookie move. Up. Yeah, <laughs> you got to set that. You got to set that second alarm on that phone. <laughs> no. but, you, but you know what though, rookie move. But such a great play by Harrison. That, you oh, know, he God. gets Angela. Angela says, you know, deal with this. And Dexter's like, you just can't go sleep in someone's bed. And he's like, wait, wait, you didn't know where I was? This yeah. is, you're the bad one here. That is such a great way of getting out of something. Like, what, mm-hmm. you didn't know I was doing drugs? This is your fault. Like, <laughs> <laughs> um, again, Deb, just the MVP of the season for me. Uh, again, you know, if, this is, if this is her embodiment of Dexter here, just thinking about what she's saying, like, hey, let Harrison be. Things are going to take over. Oh, by the way, go fucking take care of that Molly thing. <laughs> she said something uh, at Dex- one point. She was like, um, I don't remember the exact wording she said. She was like, well, I can't do this or something like that. And then like some other question comes up and she's like, oh, well, I can answer that. And I was like, cool. Like, I don't know. The way, again, like what you just said, her character, bar none, Best thing of the whole the whole show. Yeah. Uh, Dexter being sly. Dexter of old sees Kurt and Molly at the Iron Lake Tavern. Charges mm-hmm. his phone, but what he's really doing is recording their conversation. Um, the way this scene plays out, and I, I'm I'm somewhat struggling how to explain this. I don't feel the Dexter show has ever done where the scene at first moves forward and then as he's following them to Kurt's cabin they're replaying the audio in the car and the scene at the bar i don't know what kind of shooting style of film or television that I is didn't but think about it i can't ever recall the dexter show doing i know i've seen this elsewhere this feels like a almost like a tarantino thing i guess yeah. i want to say um i would say i know i've kinda, seen it but i i, I didn't think much of it no, yeah, it, it's nothing. It's just, I guess it felt fresh in the Dexter show where everything's pretty straightforward. It just uh, um, felt fresher. Uh, great point by Jen. Like, I'm really glad their cell phone stuff seems real. It's not, like, terrible. Um, what do I want to say? Remember how much we laughed in season eight uh, when he picks up the phone and it's like, Answer, yes, delete, no. <laughs> I will say this. Cell phone technology in the Dexter universe has come a long way. <laughs> long yeah. way. And yeah. The, yeah. Yeah. A realistic long way. So good job. <laughs> <laughs> so Kurt just keeps lying to Molly about Matt. And I, I wonder 
Because something that's still not answered, despite what do we think Kurt knows, what does Kurt does not know, we have to wonder, what does Kurt actually know about Matt? Like, I, I think that, does he think he just ran away and doesn't care where he is? But then why lie about all of this? That's right? a good question that I, I don't have an answer to yet. That's sort of why I think Dexter is in on this, but whatever. Uh, offers okay. to take Molly to the cabin in exchange for being quiet. And as Dexter does this, he's following them. <sighs> so let's let's flesh this out real quick, see if, if, if you had some of any of the same thoughts I did. Um, Dexter's following them to the cabin, and Dexter doesn't know what Kurt's about to do, but we as the audience, we know. We know he's going down down those stairs into that room. Um, do we want to question slash nitpick? Because even Dexter says himself, this is Serial Killer 101. Don't tell anybody where you're going. Remote place. I'll drive you there. So on and so forth. She's going downstairs. She starts to get suspicious herself because she does put her hand on Mace. Do we want to say... Molly just didn't know what she was getting into or should a person who runs a serial killer podcast and looks into this stuff know better? I want to I want to say that that the the you she should know better. But at the same time I'm like, well, she did grab the pepper spray. She still should have known better. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I'm gonna put that. It's not a nitpick. This isn't. I'm not nitpicking it. I'm just kind of like, you have the number one because she has the number one podcast, the true crime podcast, and I'm like, really, you did this by yourself? You went to a house with a strange man, not including the 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 the, the bunker, or whatever. Mm-hmm. You went to a off the grid, as far as you knew of, an off the grid cabin. I don't think she knows it's off the grid though. No, That's he said he says that Dexter. in the he no, he says that in the recording. It's somewhat off the grid, you could say. That's what oh, he okay. says. Okay. Okay. And I'm like, you went to this by yourself. Like I don't want to be a victim blame. I'm not trying to be a victim blamer. No, 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 but that. I'm, I'm just, but I'm um, also like, you should have known better. Like you really It's you, it's it's the equivalent of the super dietish the diet person not ever never ate a carb in their life never ate any fat like got fries from mcdonald's and like didn't know there was bad ingredients in there like it's just right. sort of like well you, you set yourself up as the podcaster of of all this like how do you not detect the obvious loud glaring exactly red- that, no, white, that, that, red uh, whistles and what whatnot. That's uh, exactly um, it, right there. To your point, you were saying earlier, like why would he grab this girl who's obviously well known, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. I think he's almost doing Dexter follow the code. I think once they start digging deeper into Matt, I think they're gonna we're gonna get more questions out of Kurt. Like he's gonna look a little bit more suspicious into his stuff, um, so I think it was just sort of doing those things like, this doesn't make sense for the short term, for the long term, but I have to do this in the short term. I think it was. Just, I, I think he was just. I honestly per, think he was um, just so desperate he didn't care. Desperate, desperate. Yeah. Right. Right. That's what I think. And it, 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 like he didn't care. And and like who, 
you know, that podcaster would be so much more news breaking <laughs> gone missing than like, you know, anything else. So yeah, it's a very dumb idea for me. Not knowing that they were going to kill off a main character or at least thinking they were because we only got 10 episodes. I thought the tension was pretty high until Dexter walked in. Like even mm-hmm. when he opened it, I was like, oh, fucking thank God something, <laughs> something like that happened here. Um, I do question what I do question why Dexter would stop this because mm-hmm. if the number one thing is like a, um, don't get caught, and he thinks Molly's onto her. Like I think, well, I guess no, no, I take that back. But he does say like, hey, if you would have taken care of her, <laughs> every all my problems would somewhat go away. Right, but yeah. not by his sounds, et cetera, et cetera. The spin move Dexter does is amazing. Um. When he's like, well, let's go check. Oh, I can't even like, I have to like play the actual clip and you have to see the physicality of it. Just mm-hmm. the spin move he does. That's just right, yeah. Great little move. Um, and then, you know, kind of like Dexter says, was saving Molly uh, back, you know, a card in his back pocket for the future. So our episode kind of ends with like two scenes simultaneously happen angela gets logan into the matt caldwell discussion mm-hmm. uh figures out that kurt stopped them looking for matt the day that they're going to search the caves uh logan who's going to be at this wrestling match at the same time they're doing the caves uh can't go so she brings teddy uh after doing some of the digging in the caves angela finally comes upon and who we've heard from previous episodes this mm-hmm. uh friend iris um you've heard her before yes I think we've actually talked about her. Several times, yeah. Um, I don't know if you're like this. I can't remember if we ever had this discussion. I'm not joking when I say my chest hurt watching Angela climb through those rocks of being so claustrophobic. Yeah. Ugh, it's, something yeah. I, I, something, it's something I developed as I got older. I was never claustrophobic my entire life. Within the past three or four years... Scenes like that, when her she was crawling to it, I I I had literally had to close my eyes. I couldn't watch. You know what's it's mine? Not horror. Go ahead. Go, oh no 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 no. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Finish. Uh, I was gonna say like that's not it's not horror, but it was way scarier than any horror movie I've ever seen. Mine is um. What is it? Um, you're afraid of heights. What's that? Okay. Called? What's it called? Oh, I don't know. Oh. Heightnophobia. Uh, I, I, okay, sure. Um, <laughs> I was never afraid of heights ever. Like I was like, like Boy Scouts. Like we would do like mountain climbing and stuff like that. Never afraid of heights. And as I've gotten older, I'll fucking get on top of like a one-story house and I'll be like, "No, Vertical. God, God, no!" Like I'll just like freeze <laughs> up. I hate heights. I hate heights now. Yeah. Is it is it vertigo? I don't know. It's not vertigo because I don't get dizzy. Acro acrophobia. Mm-hmm. I'm reading. Maybe? I'm reading off the chat here. Oh, okay. Maybe I don't know. Um, some, someone no. in the chat, let me know. I I thought Iris was. I thought Iris was a friend. I didn't know it was the sister. Yeah, she said um, that last episode. It was her sister. That what? Oh, okay. I'm just an idiot then. Um, I. Cause I no, I really I, cause know. I did. I thought friend for the longest, and then last episode she said something about sister, and I was like, oh, well, you didn't say that originally. Yeah, yeah, she she said something about sister last episode. 
Uh, at the wrestling match, Harrison goes up against someone that, if this wasn't television, would have gotten absolutely destroyed by. Have you ever... You didn't do wrestling, right? Um, no. Uh, okay. So, I actually wanted to ask this, and I'm funny you brought it up. Um, when I was in high school, so in Texas, like Central Texas, it's all about football. That's it. Right. Like Friday Night Lights and stuff like that. That's what it is. When I'm originally from Oklahoma, and in Oklahoma, football's not a big thing, but it's wrestling. And so when I came here, and then I was like growing up and stuff like that, when I got into high school, I wanted to join the wrestling team, and they don't have wrestling. There's like no wrestling teams, no nothing, and I was like, oh, shit. So when I see shows like this, I'm like, oh, cool, wrestling. I'm like, finally, I get it. Like, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, very, very. I guess for very small town, whatever. Is there a? Prof- I was just gonna ask. Is there a professional? Re- is there wrestling outside of college? Like that's the highest part, uh, right? Well, highest I mean, Olympic, of- Olympic, Olympics, Olympics. But yeah, yeah, but that's it. No, but there's no, um, there's no like, like hey, you have NFL. There's no, no professional wrestling. No. Well, it, and it, and then if you win in the Olympics, you go to the WWF. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Stone Cold. <laughs> Harrison, after some jabbing back and forth, um, breaks this kid's fucking arm. This got oh. me. Oh, my God. This got me. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. When he did that, I literally went like. Argh! Yeah. 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 Um, I, the only reason why I don't think I had his biggest reaction is that I think I was still recovering from the claustrophobic aspects of the scene. That's like this intercut. Okay, fair but enough. Just the good sound crunch. And just the idea of having your arm out You're like that. Going. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It hurts. Um, oh, my God. I don't know. It, it, it was definitely. Ugh. They didn't um, need to do this. They did not need to do this. <laughs> and I, I think this is where we really see the Dexter pissed off at Kurt thing. I, I think I think what you have to add to some of the Kurt stuff that we're talking about that maybe it's like Dexter being a little paranoid is he knows Kurt's up to some shit especially after that cabin so mm-hmm. i don't think you know if you knew what Dexter knew would you ever want him around your son never no, no. and all you all you see is applications and then you know him seeing him with his hands around Harrison at the wrestling match so i get some of it um, but just seeing again that like visceral response from Dexter is um it's you know, four episodes left. This is obviously going to get more intense between yeah. them. Um Oh, one more clip I wanted to play here. Mm-hmm. Uh season one callback. Uh this is I think the first part of this clip is season one, and then the second part of this clip is from this episode. See if you catch the uh comparison. Needless to say, I have some unusual habits. Yet all these socially acceptable people can't wait to pick up hammers and publicly smash their food to bits. Normal people are so hostile. Encouraging teenagers to commit acts of violence on one another. Normal people are so strange. I thought it was... Obviously, it's not the same, but I think it's uh, close enough. You know, we're still in the same Dexter universe here. Fair enough. Our episode ends with Angela crawling 
out of the cave or just another part of the cave calling Dexter, who's fighting with Harrison at the same time. Yeah, she wants Dexter, oh. but yeah. Now, you know, we, we kind of talked about, you know, I don't need Jim. I need Dexter Morgan. And uh, uh, I'm taking it you didn't see the preview for next week just because nope. of some... You said... yeah, you, you, I, you, I don't want to watch said, it. I don't want to watch it. Like, I'm trying to kind of stay um, clean. Clean? I don't know. Yeah. Uh, no, you said something that I was like, oh, he didn't see the preview because something gets answered immediately in that preview. I will say, actually, that's a good point that you bring that up now. I used to always complain about the previews basically told you everything. Um, they don't do that as much this time. You get, like, the main parts, whatever. I think they're doing a better job of not spoiling the entire episode. Okay. Whew. All of that being said, long episode. Is it longer than last week's? Oh, it's going to be close. Um <laughs> <laughs> There's just there, these episodes. I think I think a lot of what we spend a lot of portion of our time asking these questions, putting our theories out, and we just don't know the answer. Versus when we yeah. were doing season seven, season eight. Hey, does if we, you we think, know where it's ultimately going to end? Right. Like, does Dexter like Hannah? Like, well, we know he does. We know he's going to try to kill. You know, et cetera, et cetera. So, like, this is what happens when, like Marissa said, and I think the only reason why she's watching with me is because. We all don't know what's going to happen next week. Fair the enough. only thing yeah. we're sure of, the, oh, this is the only two things we're sure of. There's four more episodes left Fair, okay. of this season. We don't even know if there's going to be and a Michael, spin-off. And, and two. And, and Michael C. Hall's in them. And <laughs> at least in three of them. If he's there for the finale or not, we're not. But what I think is more interesting, and now it's going to be really interesting to see where they place him, we still have to get John Lithgow. Oh shit! And it's just like, where is he? I, he would have been. No, because like you see that, and I noticed this like this episode. I was like, oh, they they showed him again on the podcast, and I was like, oh, it's like that's where they're gonna have him. And I'm like, well, wait, have him where? Right. It's gonna be interesting to see where they place him. Um, we'll see. We'll see. Fuck. Is the best, best we could say. Where are they gonna have him? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. It, it's it's obviously something we don't know about yet. I just have to imagine it has something to do with Kurt, but we'll find out. I see. I th- I, th- I think it has something to do with Harrison, and, and it could be it either. Either is a good. Um, both both cards are in play. Either way, again, better than anything the last three seasons. So I'm okay. He's like, I'm not gonna come. I'm not yeah, complaining. Yeah, yeah. This is definitely. Better than season five through eight, even though there, if there's if there's some stuff uh, um, that has us questioning. But you know what? You have to remember at the end of the day, it's television, and mm-hmm. we're not getting season eight Dexter. We're getting new blood this Dexter. This is a, a and, whole, it's and, a whole new show. And honestly, we, show. we we have Angela, <laughs> who's like more competent than all of Miami Metro, except except for Deb. Except for Deb. Uh, I don't even know. Her brother was a serial killer and she didn't know for six seasons. I'm not going to let that oh. slide. <laughs> fair enough. Okay. You we don't know, have to you get into that? it. We don't have yeah. to get into yeah. it. Fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah. Fair enough. Anything else on this episode before we close out? No. I. Other than thank you, Marissa. That's it. That's all I'm going to say. Thank you, Marissa. <laughs> like, highlight of this episode. Other than us yes. jack off. So. <laughs> if you stayed through this episode and when we turned on these cameras two hours ago um thank you we appreciate you 
I'll try to make the Marissa stuff a little bit more fluid next time. It's just a lot one-man show here. Um, but thank you. Thank you for letting Marissa talk for a little bit. I hope you enjoyed her. Thank you, Colton. Thank you, chat. Thank you, that guy. Mm-hmm. Thank you, everyone. Damn it. I didn't mean to single out <laughs> Thank only. you, chat. So- thank you, that guy. <laughs> that guy is just so funny because he just... <laughs> hey, thank you, no, all of have, the chat. Um, and thank you that yeah. we have i think that i think this is troy's first time in the chat um no we're having a lot more we are having a lot more interaction in the chat and i will say this every single person in the chat that guy troy roxanne uh jen every single person dude dude, seriously thank you thank you all so much like we have to figure out something fun to do for the finale it's just we end up recording so late and then i have to like edit so late because it would be cool to even have like a like a i don't know about a 40 person zoom but like something i want to do something we want to do something for the like finale we'll we'll, like, f- we'll figure it out we'll figure it out how i don't know but we can figure whatever. something out we'll have to probably yeah i can't wait <laughs> except for that so guy funny. except for that guy we have to find a no. way to ban him from it so i i don't know I, how I, but like like Ed said in the chat, can we please go? <laughs> We're holding everyone after school. <laughs> we'll just keep talking. Uh, we will be back next week to talk about episode 7 of New Blood, Skin of Her Teeth. Bye, everybody. I can't wait. Anyway, thank you all so much.